0: Welcome to the Revolutionary CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Lynch, wine lover, brand snob, proud boy mom, and Atlanta-based entrepreneur. When I was laid off from my dream marketing job at eight weeks pregnant, I knew I couldn't rely on corporations to provide me with a stable income. I launched my own business and hit six figures in my first full year. I want to help other female service-based entrepreneurs and coaches build and leverage their brand authority so they can confidently sell their services and programs at a premium price point to create a lasting legacy and generate independent wealth. Tune in every Wednesday for solo episodes and conversations with amazing self-made multi-six and seven-figure women all about marketing, sales, mindset, self-care, entrepreneurship, and motherhood to inspire you and give you actionable steps to successfully market and sell your high-ticket services and programs while having a life. Let's get into it. So I want to paint a picture for you (laughs) before we dive into this conversation about mindset shifts that I really had to make in my business in order for me to really confidently charge high ticket prices. I want to paint a picture of what I was doing prior. Um, So when I started my business in 2019, I was a designer and I was literally charging $150 for logos and mm, around $450 for a website. My very first logo client for that year was like a $175 logo. This was also the year that I was doing like logo design and graphic design and website design. I was also managing people's social media accounts and social media ad accounts. I was literally doing the most. But at that time, because of my price point, it was actually super duper easy for me to, you know, get clients and get referrals and they were coming in consistently. I kind of told this story in one of the other episodes and I never really actually had to market my business. So for me, this felt easy. But the problem is when your business is kind of set up this way, you kind of get stuck at a a lower income month. Now, remember if you if you're a new listener, in 2019 I was also working a full-time job at a Fortune 250 company, which was great. You know, I had a great job, but I did want to work for myself. But at this time because of the price point that I had, no matter how many clients I got, I was still basically stuck at $2,000 a month in income for, you know, which was not going to pay my salary. It definitely wasn't going to pay my living expenses. So at this price point, what this meant is that to hit $2,000 a month, I either needed 12 logo clients or like five website design clients, which I can tell you right now wasn't going to happen because I was also working a full-time job I'm a mom. I had a husband. None of those things were going to be able to happen. And that's kind of where you probably are right now. You might be booked all the time, but you're spending hours working on your clients work outside of the nine to five that you probably also have and when i started really increasing my prices because this is something that i realized i needed to do i was having a hard time selling those new prices to my current loyal clients because they expected the old prices And it's really hard to say no. So I want to kind of explain to you like a situation that happened. I have an example. I had a client, love this client. She, um, super, super nice. She had a food truck. It was one of my first really exciting websites that I did. I forget what I charged her, maybe for something. It was probably that $4.50 for the website, for her food truck website. Now she was starting another business, which was exciting because it was like a beauty company. And I was looking forward to this design, but... When I went to give her the new invoice, because this was gonna have e-commerce and everything, she was like, oh my God, what is this like $900 price point or $800 is what I increased the prices to. And I explained to her, well, this is, you know, my prices have changed as well as the fact that you have e-commerce. And she kind of explained to me, well, as I feel like as a loyal client, you would have grandfathered me in to the old prices. That's a big hit for me. I wasn't expecting that because I've already worked with you. So I know your prices now as a young business owner of course i'm like oh my god um is this how business works like are you not allowed to increase your prices for old customers you know what do i say to her how do i have this conversation So essentially what I told her is, look, it's e-commerce, so that's already different from what you had before, so there is gonna still be an increase in price, but here, let me give you a discount, 20% off um, of the website design, and she accepted, and that became the new price point for just that client. But what this also made me realize is that, I, first of all, was already undercharging before my old client hired me, and then I'm still undercharging even though I started increasing my prices, I was still undercharging at the new $800 price point. Come on, for a website, that's not a good price. And. I started realizing I have to be okay with pricing myself out of my old client's budgets. I had already had so many monthly contracts with repeat social media management clients and design clients with new projects that I had already kind of verbally agreed to work on. So with that one client, yeah, I did agree to grandfather her into the old prices, but really overcoming the fear of telling my old clients the new prices was the thing that I would rather do because I could not maintain my business that way. I was just so afraid of their what their response would be. And it was at the detriment of my own financial stability and my own mental fatigue. Mind you guys, I was still working a full-time job and had a kid. So basically I would be working my full-time job from nine to five. I picked my kid up from school at five. It was like a 15 minute drive. So that's like a 30 plus minute round trip. By the time I would get home and really get settled in, it would be 6 p.m. I had to hurry up and feed him. And then by seven o'clock, he was going to bed. And then I would work from 7 p.m. until midnight, sometimes one. And if I'm being honest, two or three to do my design work and then that, The whole process would start over and then I was working on the weekends because that would give me basically a full-time day to work on my business imagine me doing that for an entire year it would have it would have killed me even just doing this for six months was just too much for me to even deal with so what I like I said what you have to do is accept the fact that there will be clients that you can no longer serve because you priced yourself out of their old price range You have to learn that it's okay to lose clients at your old prices to actually make room for the new clients at the new price point that you need to be charging to have stability, to value your offers, and for your bandwidth of things that you can actually handle and take on. Because you only have so much time in a day. It's also just a fact of life that as a CEO, you have to have tough conversations with people about your boundaries and your decisions. And it's fine for you to decide that you no longer want to offer a service. If you want to cancel a service right now today, then you can do that. It's also fine to decide that you will no longer accept below market value prices for the services or your intellectual property. I just want you guys to realize that a lot of the times when we're pricing our services, there's a mindset that we have. And it's one of the biggest inhibitors to the success of business owners actually increasing their prices and sticking with it. So today I wanted to give you five mindset shifts that you really need to make to confidently charge high ticket prices. So often the thought is, if I increase my prices, I'll price myself out of business or the assumption is nobody would pay that high of a price. But I want the saying for my podcast to be like, if if I could have a saying that everyone knew my podcast for as a high ticket service provider, or for someone who's at a newbie at charging like premium prices, I want to say that my saying is, We look at facts, not fears, when making high ticket and premium business decisions. I'm going to say that again because I really want this to be something like, oh my God, when you listen to Letitia's podcast, remember that we look at facts and not fears when making high ticket and premium business decisions. (laughs) That's our saying, guys. All right, so let's talk about five mindset shifts that you need to make so that you can confidently charge high ticket prices. The first one is know the value of all the features of your service. Knowing how much another contractor would charge for your service offering will actually give you a major price confidence. So I, I will give you an example. I had a website designer client who's a one on one coaching client. She was charging. Oh, my gosh. Her work is gorgeous. She was charging like seventeen hundred dollars for websites. And I'm like, first of all, at bare minimum, this should be at least $3,000, $4,000. And I was explaining to her why. I'm like, okay, so what are you doing for, what are the features? She's like, okay, well, I give them five pages of a website. There's basic SEO. So I said, stop right there. You're doing basic SEO. Let's look up how much an SEO specialist makes. SEO specialist made like, I don't know, sixty thousand, seventy thousand dollars a year. I average that out. I'm like, so every single month this person is pulling in four grand, five grand a month and you're not even close to pulling that in. So then we would look at something else i'm like okay what else you were doing she's like well i'm kind of doing some of the copywriting. I'm like, okay let's look at a copywriting person so now that person's making 35 40 45,000 dollars a year that's another salary i'm like so in one person they have a website designer let's look at the salary of a website designer so we looked at the salary of a website designer we added on the salary of an seo specialist we added on the salary of a copywriter and i'm like so these if that one person was qualified to do all that that person would make you know six figures plus plus. and here you are pulling in forty thousand dollars a year max because of your price point. When you start looking at how much someone in the industries that you're doing work for, how much they would make, that should put into a better perspective because what we do as business owners is forget that we would never take a job at a big company for the salary that we're paying ourselves. At one point as a designer, I was basically giving myself a $20,000 a year salary. But I mean, even just going to school, coming out of college and working for a few years, a basic low level you know, graphic designer was gonna be making 40,000. I was making 20 based on how I was paying myself. So that first mindset shift is that you need to know the value of all of the features of your service and look at how much that value would be if that was a separate person doing that job. Because you're saving those people money, not having to go get a copywriter, not having to go get an SEO specialist, and then not having to go find a separate designer. You're saving them all of that money, so you should be compensated for the savings that you're giving them. The second mindset shift is you need to get comfortable investing high ticket in your own business. Yes, if you are a cheap buyer, you'll probably attract other cheap clients. If you wouldn't dare spend $2,000 a month for a coach, then don't expect to be paid $2,000 a month as a coach. It's crazy to me when I see people for big prices and then the second a service provider talks to them it's like oh whoa whoa, whoa 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 i can't pay that amount well then why do you think you deserve to make that much the same reason that you think you deserve to be paid that is the same reason that someone else is coming to you with that's the price point and if you're too afraid to invest in your own business imagine how people feel that you're trying to target they're afraid too what are you going to say to them well i wouldn't do it either well then they're never going to do business with you you have to be comfortable investing in your business this is how the world works if you, you invest in college, so many people, so many business owners invest in college and they will, we will pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to college to get education for a job we don't even know we're gonna get, but we won't even invest you know $4,000, $10,000 in a coaching program where we know exactly what we're getting because we're, we're working on our existing business. So you're going to school for a job you haven't even secured But you have a business that you have secured and put money in and invested your time in and you refuse to invest in making it better. That doesn't make sense. So you need to change your mindset around investing. The third thing is stop worrying about selling just the features and instead focus on selling the benefits. Now, this is a big thing for high ticket and premium. I'll give you an example. Um, my mastermind, when I was, you know, working on selling that, it comes with like two time, you know, two group calls a month. They get two one-on-one sessions. They get Slack, and all of those great things come with the program. But nobody would join my program if I was selling two group calls and two one-on-one sessions in the Slack community. You know why people buy the mastermind? Because I'm telling you, I am going to help you to learn to craft, launch, and sell, successfully sell a premium service for $3,000 or more so that you can consistently hit five-figure months, and I'm going to give you examples of how I've done it and how my clients have done it, so that's going to make you join that mastermind, not the fact that you're getting two monthly calls. That's just a, okay, that's how it works. I don't care about how it works. I want to know what's going to happen to me if I invest in it. And that's what you're selling when it comes to your high ticket and premium services. The fourth mindset shift is you have to remember your value is tied to more than just your confidence in your talents. So I hate when people say, you know, know your worth, know your worth. A lot of times people don't know their worth and you shouldn't be held responsible for your upbringing or the confidence that was bestowed upon you or just the confidence that you have in yourself or your self-esteem. You cannot price your business based on your self-esteem because sometimes we have low self-esteem. Sometimes we're not all that confident. So if we make all of our pricing decisions based on confidence, I mean, a lot of us just wouldn't be making any money. And this is why I say we look at facts, not fears. Not the fear that I'm not good enough but look at facts and the facts are your value as a service provider is tied to the facts of education, experience, previous results you've gotten for people, or for yourself, successful projects you've completed. Those are facts that you need to look at when it comes to you pricing, for your stuff. But the biggest fact of all, which is the fifth mindset shift is you need to price with your end financial goal in mind and price your services to help you reach that goal. That is the biggest thing I wanna leave you with today is that you have to start pricing your services with your end financial goal in mind. Meaning you should be able to pay your own personal expenses, And your business expenses, including business taxes and that fancy coach that you want and that OBM you need so that you can get your work done. You should be able to pay your mortgage and keep the lights on and feed your children and send them to daycare or pay for school lunch, whatever it is that you need to do. At the end of the day, you have to price your business accordingly. So many of us are pricing based on what we just see in the industry. But if industry expert coach in my industry lives in Alabama, and I'm an industry expert expert coach who lives in New York, my living expenses are very vastly different from that person in Alabama. So when I'm targeting clients, I have to target New York clients, I have to target Chicago clients, I have to target San Francisco clients, I have to target, you know, Seattle clients, I have to target Atlanta clients, I need to target clients in cities or areas that have a higher income threshold because those are the people who can afford my services at the price point that I have to charge. You have to stop charging based on just what your friends or peers or the competitor that you're obsessed with are charging because we don't know their financial situation. It's kind of like thinking, like think of it like, I like to give simple examples, think of like clothing brands. So all of those organic, really well, you know, really good material clothing companies, their stuff is so expensive, right? You're like, why am I paying 100 bucks for a t shirt? Well, think about it. Is that company paying their, their artisans and their You know, their seamstresses and all whoever works for you know, whoever sews the clothes? Are they paying them a fair wage? Because when you pay fair wages, it costs a lot more to do business. Are they getting their materials? Are they sourcing their materials fairly? Are they not rushing the process and working in proper you know, factories? Because if that's the case, it costs more because now it's more expensive. When you're not getting it from the black market or having children do the labor, it costs a lot more money to do business. Are they getting quality materials because that costs a lot more money? If it's organic, it takes a lot longer, it's more expensive, the materials cost more. So when you're all excited to pay $5 for a t-shirt over $100, when you got to remember what happened for it to be that price point, you don't want your business to be cheap because you're cheap labor for your business. You want to be the company that's appropriately paying the people who work there. And in this case, it's you. The problem that I see with so many of my female entrepreneurs, my CEOs, my my business owners, is that we underprice ourselves to the point of not being profitable. And so many female business owners are not profitable. We go out of business. We are the ones that are making the most, you know, starting the most companies. And we are the ones who are the least paid. And it's because of how we're pricing ourselves. You basically price yourself out of business. I wanted to have this conversation with you because so much of my podcast is going to be all about how to charge more. I had an episode already about how to brand your business so that it looks like it's a high ticket brand. But if you don't make these mindset shifts before you go into selling these prices, it's going to be really hard for you to stomach saying them on the phone, on a sales call. It's going to be hard for you to have a DM conversation when someone asks you the price. And if you can't say that price with confidence and understand why you're saying that price, knowing the value, Understanding that it's an investment because you you have the experience, knowing that you have bills to pay and the only way that you can pay those bills is if your price point is where it is. If you can't say those prices, it's going to be really hard to close those sales. So a lot of times when you're not closing those sales at that higher ticket price and you know, oh, well, I did pay for a designer, so my brand looks good. But once your brand looks good, how what's your messaging like? How Are you confident saying that price? Do you know why it's priced that way? When you have the confidence and change your mindset around these things that I talked about with you, these five things that I went over with you today, you're going to be okay. So as a recap, before I wrap up, the five mindset shifts you need to make are, you need to first know the value of the features of your service. You need to get comfortable with investing in high ticket in your own business. That's number two. Number three, you need to stop worrying about selling the features and instead focus on selling the benefits, the outcomes, the promise. Number four, remember the value is your value isn't tied to your confidence. It's it's tied to facts like your education, your experience, the results you've gotten, successful projects you've completed. And the fifth mindset shift you need to make is that you have to price with your end financial goal in mind so that you can have a profitable business. If you love this episode as much as I have, then subscribe to the Revolutionary CEO podcast on iTunes and leave me a review to let me know what you enjoyed the most. For premium pricing and branding tips and training, connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Atelier Leticia. That's A-T-E-L-I-E-R-L-A-T-E-S-H-A. And be sure to follow the podcast Instagram account at RevolutionaryCEO to show my guests and me some love. Talk to you next week.